stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. For many Canadians, animals are an important extension of our families and of our communities. Our laws need to reflect these values and protect animals and provide protection to them that they require from such senseless acts of violence. These crimes have no place in our society. That's Federal Justice Minister Jody Wilson-Raybould today uh, announcing Bill C-84, which strengthens Canada's laws regarding animal cruelty, specifically uh, with regard to things like bestiality and animal fighting. Now, why has it taken so long to get to this point? And part of the reason why the government's been prompted to to act here is that there was a court ruling recently that struck down of uh, some of the laws uh, around bestiality. So joining us to talk about why this change is needed, whether it goes far enough, very pleased to welcome in the program uh, lawyer Camille Labchuk, who's executive director of Animal Justice, animaljustice.ca. Camille, thanks for joining us here today. Well, it's good to be here, Rob. All right. So first of all, why, why was there a need in the first place to, to address and update Canada's animal cruelty laws? Well, I know this is shocking to a lot of people, but uh, two and a half years ago, our Supreme Court ruled that existing laws made it so that most bestiality was not already illegal. And that came to it as a huge surprise to most Canadians. And so there was a clear need to update that provision and make sure that most bestiality is illegal, that all bestiality is illegal. And uh, we're pleased that this has been introduced today, but also disappointed that it took so long because this issue has been on the radar of the government and uh, everyone in this country now for almost three years when it was first argued at the Supreme Court. Right. And regarding that that ruling, and yeah, as you say, I mean, it's it's a troubling issue. It's a disturbing issue, but it, it is important uh, that the Supreme Court seemed to be saying that, um, that that laws prohibiting bestiality, that they they needed to focus on acts that would cause physical harm to the animals? Is that essentially what they were saying? Well, the Supreme Court said that only penetration of an animal or a human is uh, bestiality and that all other non-penetration contact doesn't actually count, which, of course, was really out of step with the way that we think about animals and their protection and that offense. And the reason the court ruled that way, it's not because uh, they think that's a good thing. It's because our laws are so seriously out of date. So... It was important to amend them, but we're concerned that uh, it doesn't go far enough because the, uh, the the amendments introduced today, they don't give the courts the ability to ban people convicted of this offense from owning animals in the future. We think that's very important. Right. And, and the laws are not just about um, sending a moral message re- regarding uh, animals in, in this context. It is about protecting animals. Why, why is it important to ensure that, uh, that that these kinds of acts are prohibited? Well, as the minister said, most of us consider animals to be members of our family or sentient beings who deserve protections and deserve rights, and we should not treat them like disposable property. Uh, But unfortunately, Canada's animal cruelty laws are centuries out of date at this point. They are considered some of the worst in the Western world. And uh, a couple years ago, the government voted down legislation that would have modernized them. And they said at the time that they were going to consult, they were going to seek input from everyone, and they were going to change the animal cruelty laws for the better. But uh, now all that we've seen today is something very, very minor around bestiality and animal fighting. So that comes as a huge disappointment. And we say that the government is still turning its back on animals. Uh, now, last year, uh, Conservative MP Michelle Rempel had tabled a private member's bill to, to address um, you know, the, the gap in the law. 
Does does C eighty four go as far as as Michelle Rempel's bill would have? Yeah, C-84 incorporates what Michelle Rempel had proposed. And the reason that she decides to put that bill forward, of course, is she, she waited a year and a half after the Supreme Court decision. And when she saw there was no government action, she decided to try to do something to uh, to prompt the government to act. And finally, they have they have listened and they have put this forward. But it's still just really surprising that it took so long. It's, it's only a 14-word amendment, very, very simple to do, and it should have been done immediately. Right. And, and as you say uh, in your press release, closing bestiality and animal fighting loopholes is literally the least the government could have done uh, and still falls you know, well short of, of maybe what's needed. Regarding animal fighting, and this may also surprise Canadians who probably assume that, that this uh, is illegal and has been illegal for some time, but what kind of loopholes existed around animal fighting? Well, animal fighting itself was already an offense, but a lot of ancillary things like transporting an animal to a fight or breeding an animal for a fight or possessing certain fighting equipment, that wasn't explicitly criminalized. So it's good that that's in there because it does tighten up that offense, although most provinces already had uh, provisions that were similar, so it wasn't like there was a huge gap. And that's why we say that this is something fairly minor in the scheme of things. It is literally the smallest thing that the government can do to make it look like it's addressing this issue. But it still leaves the vast amount of cruelty in this country just unaddressed. And when you look at the bull drop, they show that over 90% of people want stronger animal cruelty laws. And I I can't think of any issue that over 90% of the Canadians actually agree on. So I think that's a sign that the government needs to do more. Well, it's, yeah, and it's been a very long time since these laws have been overhauled and updated. In fact, going back, what, to the 1950s? That's, that's right. 1950s is the last time there was any substantive change, but they're still largely unchanged from they were, when they were first introduced in uh, 1892. So when you think about what attitudes were like toward animals in the 1950s and compare them to this really complex understanding we have of them now, they're sentient beings, they have personalities, they have likes, they have dislikes, they can suffer and they can feel joy and it's time for our laws to catch up and recognize that to a greater extent all right so what else needs to be done where, where did the government miss miss out on here well the government should start by looking back at the legislation that it defeated two years ago so liberal mp nathaniel erskine smith introduced a private member's bill c246 that would have made some common sense changes to bring our laws in line with the 21st century and it would have done things like it did close the bestiality loophole. It fixed the negligence offense right now, which frankly is, a, I believe the legal term is it's a total mess. It's a very difficult to get a criminal prosecution for negligence on the go in many, many cases. And so those are some things the government seriously needs to look at doing. But that still is the bare minimum. I think that we need a broader societal conversation about other things like regulating uh, animal testing in this country, regulating farm industry, conditions for animals kept on farms, changing our very, very other date transport laws, and so much more. So why was that Why was that bill defeated? And what, what do you think it means uh, going forward uh, with Bill C-84 or, or any other future attempt to address this? Well, that bill was defeated two years ago this month in Parliament, and most of the Liberal government voted against it, which was was surprising to everyone at the time because it had previously been a Liberal bill under the Gretchen era. It was something that was recycled from back then that uh, had received broad support in the past. C-84, I don't expect it to receive opposition. I don't think there are any people in this country seriously who oppose bestiality and animal fighting. Uh, The animal use industries have lobbied very heavily against animal cruelty legislation in the past, even though it doesn't affect those industries. 
So I think that is really the concern going forward is uh, the hunting, farming, and fishing communities need to back away and let animal cruelty legislation pass. Right, and some of those organizations did raise concerns about C-246, but you feel those, those were misplaced that wouldn't have, wouldn't have negatively impacted them? I do. I think those organizations don't want uh, any progress to be made on animals because they think it's the thin edge of the wedge and is some day going to shut down farming when really all that animal advocates were asking for is some common-sense reforms to make it easier and possible in many cases to just prosecute sadistic animal cruelty in the first place. Right now, there are so many abusers getting away with so many crimes in this country that it's really disturbing, I think, to most people. Right. There was a piece that uh, Nathaniel Erskine-Smith wrote at the time uh, after his bill was defeated and what he was trying to accomplish. And and some of it seems fairly reasonable that uh, he wanted to ban the importation of shark fins. Uh, And and we've heard a lot about that issue in Canada. It's something even Calgary City Council had addressed at one point. I wanted to require labeling for fur products in Canada, would have banned the importation and sale of cat and dog fur, for example. Wanted to strengthen criminal laws around bestiality, as we've talked about, also animal fighting. And he says it would have prohibited the brutal and vicious killing of animals in response to a case in which a man was acquitted of killing a dog with a bat because there was no evidence of pain and suffering, which sounds shocking. So... Looking at, at what he lays out there, it, it seems pretty modest. And is, is none of that in, uh, in C-84? No, unfortunately, none of it is. Except for the bestiality parts and the animal fighting parts, it, it all is uh, completely cast aside and ignored for now by the government. And I just don't think that that's acceptable anymore. I think that uh, Canadians don't want to wear cat and dog fur. Canadians don't want to see sharks thinned alive just so they can be made into shark fin soup. And we really expect so much better from our legislators on this issue than we've been getting. All right, more at animaljustice.ca. I, I guess it's possible then that C84 can at least, you know, just be a step, a step in the right direction and, and maybe on, on to the next step. We certainly hope so. And I urge anyone listening who is concerned about this to get in touch with their MP because MPs need to hear from Canadians on this. They need to hear that we want more and it doesn't go far enough. But I do hope this will be the first step of many to improve life for animals in this country. All right. Camille, thanks so much for joining us here today. Appreciate it. So good to be here. Thank you. Take care. Uh, Camille Labchuk, as an attorney, also is executive director of Animal Justice, animaljustice.ca. So their disappointment with uh, C84, tabled today by the federal liberals. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.